Hi everybody, welcome to Flip Connect. This is Corey Harrington, and today I'm gonna to share how to buy, renovate, rent and profit in residential real estate while never leaving your laptop. And this podcast, uh, you're gonna hear from me, I'm gonna talk about the second property that I purchased in my investing career. This was in 2005. Uh, the property was purchased sight unseen, managed remotely, and turned in to be a true you know, mailbox money uh, quote-unquote automated real estate investment that anyone can do with sufficient credit and a laptop. Uh, this is Flip Connect, and we provide simple, actionable, and proven real estate investment mentorship and education for the active investor through real-world experiences, case studies, and easy-to-implement strategies for successful real estate investing. This property is in Meridian, Idaho. Now, as a recap on the previous episode, uh, the first property I bought was in 2003. This was right out of college. This was my first true job out of college, although immediately out of college, I ended up working um, selling cars, Saturns, in, in a dealership for a couple of months. Uh, lived in my, my wife's parents' house uh, for, I don't know, three or four months. Interviewed countless times in all these different places that I wanted to uh, get get be employed with through uh, investment banking, everything else, so on and so forth. So I was, I was scrambling around. I was trying to get a job. I was working very diligently to make things happen. And my default sales, you know, I, I, I enjoy sales. I enjoy that process. I've always liked to buy and sell things and provide some kind of a value in a win-win scenario and negotiate. That's kind of my thing. And so... Uh, the first property we got was a property that uh, was our home, and then we moved. And um, you know, as my career progressed, we moved and and found another home that we were going to ultimately buy um, in Northern California. And so at that point in time, um, although this one technically would be my third property owned. It is my second investment property. So the first property I bought it was a townhome, townhome in LA area, Newhall, and uh, we turned that into an investment property. We started renting that out, moved back up um, from Southern California to Northern California for career reasons, family reasons, and then uh, looked for our second home, which we ended up buying ultimately in Martinez, California, and then. At that point in time, I had received a sufficient amount of um, capital, uh, uh, not capital improvements, but uh, appreciation um, in our both of our properties. Um, so things were doing really well at that point in time. Now, it's not always going to be that case. Right now, the market is yet to be seen as to where it goes. But, um, you know, right now we're kind of in a tumultuous time during this coronavirus pandemic. But... Um, at any rate, uh, the uh, time that I invested, it was doing quite well, and the market was just skyrocketing. So I had the opportunity to do an equity line of credit. Now, on my first property, I borrowed money in uh, a, a home equity line to come up with a portion of my down payment on the home that was going to be my primary residence. And at that point... When I bought my primary residence, I had money saved up cash and some money from, from an equity line. I didn't want to take too much money 
out of my existing property. I wanted to see it get a good return. And it was profiting a while, you know, we're making some good cash flow at that time. And so it made it made a lot of sense to to use some money to instead of all my savings, all my cash savings, um, to help uh, afford the down payment on on our primary residence that we bought in Martinez. At that point, the equity on that house started to raise, and this is maybe a year later after I initially bought it. It went up quite a bit, and so did the existing first property I bought. So this uh, this was somewhere around 2005. I decided to buy my second investment property, my third property. And this one is in Meridian, Idaho. And so I was looking around, you know, I was trying to figure out, you know, what what I'm going to get into. It's going to be residential real estate. It may have been multifamily, single family, but it was going to be, I was going to stick with something that I know and am familiar with um, at this time in my career. And I was a, I was a stockbroker. I was a registered, uh, Series Seven Sixty Six uh, Investment Advisor with with Ever Jones, and you know, I was making some decent income. I had decent credit, and it was it was pretty straightforward. I was able to have that money on the sideline. I knew how much I could spend, and I knew I can also get another uh, loan uh, for my purchase. So it's just really a function of how much down payment. So I considered investing again in. California. The market had gone up so much and historically I had been wary um, not to invest too heavily in markets that can be volatile. And in California there there's a tendency for the market to um, go up quite a bit, come down quite a bit. And in hindsight this was pre-2008. This is pre-credit um, crisis. And so I wasn't aware that, you know, we're going to have such a huge drop. But, you know, that, that's that been the case. It goes up and down, up and down. And it is, it's increasingly more expensive. So I wanted to go somewhere else. Look at some other areas that would give me comparable rental income at a much lower price point to purchase the property. Because obviously, the lower the price point and and if you're comparing rents here and anywhere else across the nation, relatively speaking, the rent rates are similar um, in certain areas where the prices are significantly cheaper. Example, Texas to California. So in California and Texas, um, I don't I don't have the data in front of me at this moment, but uh, basically you can get two bedroom, two bath house maybe 1200 square feet in let's say Sacramento, California, you know, you might pay somewhere between 1300, $1,500 in some areas. In some areas, some areas you may pay significantly more in the really nice parts and, and uh, other areas you may pay significantly less in, in the more economically challenged areas, you know, the tougher streets. And so, so there's factors there that are comparable to San Antonio, for example, a place that I currently live. And, you know, the rents are somewhere in the similar range, but the price points on the houses are significantly different. There's also a factor on taxing, but, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that uh, much later down, down the road. But in general, it's more affordable. Some areas you can profit better in some areas than others. So I decided 
that I'd look outward. So this was before I bought anything in Texas, before I even really knew anything about Texas, other than the fact that when I was in the Air Force Reserves, that's where I trained. San Antonio was was my uh, Lackland Air Force Base was where I was where I went through boot camp, and then I went to Shepherd uh, for medical training, and then uh, back to California. And my reserve unit was is in California, and so you know I didn't know anything about Texas at that time, other than you know my my training and and some 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 experience out there, but nothing real estate related. So where would I go? What would I look for? Um, I started looking in newspapers. I looked for out-of-state ads in in town. So San Francisco Chronicle, a couple other things I looked in. And I found a company and an individual that was um, advertising great investment opportunity in Boise, Idaho, Meridian, Idaho, and other areas. And so I thought about it, you know, Idaho. Hmm. You know, it's a it's a it's a it's a place where a lot currently where a lot of uh, California residents, when they are retiring and moving out of state, if they choose to, are, are going there. You know, Coeur d'Alene, beautiful place. Um, Meridian, Idaho, very nice. Boise, Idaho, one of the best places to live in the United States right now. A place that maybe in the future I may personally look to to move and and live there. But um, at this time, I called him up. And I called up multiple people in all different states. I think I may have called people in, in, I think that was the time. It's been so long. But I think that, yeah, I actually went to Houston as well. I flew out to Houston and I looked at a bunch of properties, all new builds. And they're very nice and much more affordable than what I was accustomed to in California. Back in the time, you know, 2005, I flew out and I met some real estate agents there. They drove me around, showed me a bunch of properties and I considered them. Um, again, this was uh, this was far before what I do now, which is you know I, I would never at this point I don't actively invest with or or align myself with other um, brokerages. You know, we own a real estate brokerage. I am not a broker. My wife is, and uh, I'm the acquisition guy. She's the sales and property management guy or girl and so um at this stage you know I, I i don't find properties through other people we we source ourselves and we'll get into all of that later on as well but uh, at the time that was that was the best option for us and honestly depending on your situation specifically my situation at the time i would still advise that you actively look at um at real estate agents out there try, try to find opportunities you look at wholesalers you look at a lot, a lot of people but at the time all i knew and without any education uh formal education on it or i you know i didn't attend any boot camps i didn't i didn't read that much information outside of um, the specific markets and the market conditions that are i was seeing right in front of me and if i was going to invest initially it was for the property i wanted to live in but uh, at any rate, this was really my first uh, look into active real estate investing, getting out there, stepping stepping towards active investment. Uh, I was a passive investor at that time. Passive investment is suitable for most everybody. And passive investment is where you will 
similar to the stock market, put your money into a residential asset or multifamily, store, mini storage, stuff like that. And as a passive investor, I, you know, I wanted to get more involved and I wanted to look further into it. So this one, um, this one, it was a single family residential. The first house I, I bought was a, was a connected, uh, detached, although, um, um, townhouse. And then my single family home, true asset type of single family residential detached with you know, with a yard, no garage at this time. This was the house that I bought in Martinez. Um, that one wasn't an investment either. It wasn't initially an investment, but this one was going to be. So I believe it was a two, a two bedroom or three bedroom, two bath, two car garage. Um, it was in Meridian, Idaho. The owner of the property was going through foreclosure. And so this would have, would have been a purchase, um, pre foreclosure. And, uh, so I found I found an agent that I felt comfortable with. He gave me a lot of information. I was able to sit and talk with him on the phone. I never actually met him face to face, and um, I spent a lot of time, you know, looking at opportunities. And, and this particular property came up, and you know, I really liked it. it. It appealed to me, and the people that were there already wanted to stay. So we worked out a situation where uh, you know there were there were some repairs. I was able to buy the house factoring in the repair and also buy it at a discount beyond that. I don't recall exactly what it was. Um, the, the, the purchase price or the value at that time, but I do believe it was somewhere around 75 cents on the dollar that I ended up buying the property for. I got a loan, a traditional uh, investment loan, you know, your standard 30-year mortgage, and uh, using my personal credit and and a down payment um some of which was um paid for by uh by using some of my equity line of credit and so uh, yeah basically with uh very little money down uh, this property turned out to be a pretty good deal for me they paid on time um they received some proceeds from the sale I don't recall exactly what their payoff was on their mortgage, but um, you know they were now in a position where they could stay in the home. Uh, there were improvements that um, I did not have to make at the time. I did do certain things that I needed to do to provide a safe environment, but um, I didn't have to make it really nice because they already lived there. They were happy with it, and I actually made improvements to it. Um, the amount of money that they spent was more than what their mortgage uh, would have been, uh, I believe. But they were at least able to save their credit and eventually move on. So this was a good win-win situation, and I and I wanted to help that. I wanted to help that family out, and I didn't need to find an, anybody. I didn't need to go out there and try to find uh, a good tenant and then deal with um, property management that I'd also have to pay a fee on. So, you know, with this agent, I didn't, I didn't um, hire them for the property management aspect. Um, I believe they, they got full commission and a referral fee from um, bringing the, uh, the tenant on board, even though the tenant was already there. 
um, that was something voluntary. I don't think technically you'd have to pay for for that because they're already in place that, that you just get to pay the standard commission. But I paid full commission and it was, it was a retail deal. It still had discount and it was a significant discount. It worked out for me, worked out for them. So so that was my strategy. Um, now, why did I buy it? Basically, I bought it at that time because I wanted to build a little more equity, get some experience in different markets and Long term, my plan was to buy a few more in that area, um, get five to ten in, in that area, buy a few more in California, look at other places, Texas and so on, and start building more my portfolio over time, um, doing property management in-house, kind of managing that. And, um, you know, that that was that was just a back burner thing. But, you know, I had money that I wanted to put out there. I already had money invested in my Mutual funds, stocks, um, I did a lot of active investing with stock, stocks, things that I were much more comfortable with at the time um, than, than real estate, but uh, real estate was very intriguing to me and provided a lot of benefits, so obviously that was that was a no-brainer for me to to buy that, and it did provide some, some income. It was active income, because I was managing it, but I did not have to spend any time dealing with management problems at that at that moment so those are the positives negatives i bought it sight unseen i did not fly out i did not look at i took i looked at all the photos the inspections i had contractors go out there and and do work after the fact um i i got feedback from from the uh, tenants that were there you know what was exactly wrong with the house they've lived there for ages and they would know. And so, you know, with some comfort level, I was able to do that. And um, so would I do it again? No. Um, especially knowing what I know now. Absolutely not. I would never go sight unseen. And I don't recommend that you do. If you do and you followed what I did, perhaps you'd be in a good position um, to say that, uh, you know, you've done a lot of research, you've vetted them, you've you've explored, you've gone as far as to fly out and look at places I didn't fly out with the Meridian deal. The Houston deals I did, I think the equity there was, was nil. It was, it was going to be a, a no equity. We're hoping for appreciation, but there will be positive cash flow scenario. So still positive cash flow is positive cash flow, but I wasn't going to make, I wasn't going to buy it for a hundred and it's worth 120 straight out the gate. Um, that wasn't the scenario. Um, with the the one in Meridian, it was so. So I definitely chose that one. Um, in my life at the time, uh, I was working full time, sixty plus hours. Uh, my son was born, uh, newborn at that time in two thousand five. He was born in February tenth, two thousand five. So. You know, we had a, I had a young family. I had a lot of expenses. I had a full time job, which was very involved, um, and so I was busy. I had a lot going on in my life, and uh, you know, this um, this this provided um, a good opportunity to to park my money somewhere and 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 get some get some uh, quasi active investing experience under my belt. I already had some experience with with my other property and managing it remotely and uh, going through that and it was time to jump in there so now I'm, I'm three houses deep you know at this point um 
I'm experienced. It's been a couple of years, and um, you know my life was uh, was going pretty well at that point um, in, in the investing world, and and I felt that you know th- this is a good start. So uh, my advice, if you were to be in a similar situation where you have decent credit and you have an opportunity, um, you may have some savings. You may not. You may consider if you have equity in your property, can you get some of that out um, and use that? I wouldn't advise using credit cards unless you're getting a 0% rate, but those are all short-term and revolving credit um, is, is it's not advisable if you can pull money out of your uh, out of your residence. You, know, you might want to consider that. So either you know spend $20,000 installing a a small sunroom or make some improvements in your own home or use that as a down payment towards another property. I would definitely go for the other property. You know, you can do the sunroom later. So there's definitely long-term benefits to, to that strategy. Um, and, and you can do the same thing. So, you know, in, in recap here, I bought this property and it was sight unseen. I did contact quite a few people and, and got uh, some pretty good advice and decided which direction I wanted to go, made my decision, purchased it, and, uh, you know, on we go. So, at any rate, hopefully that's uh, helpful for you. Uh, stay tuned for next week's episode. I'm going to go to Texas in this story, and I'm going to talk about my third investment property, my fourth property in total, um, and uh, we'll... we'll We'll see. Uh, we'll see how that pans out. You know, uh, this turned into a twenty-year venture for me. Uh, so getting into Texas, my first foray into the to the Texas market, uh, turned out to be uh, current to this day a lifetime uh, change for me. And um, I bought this one while I was on vacation in Panama. And it sounds like one of those lifestyle stories that uh, you hear from countless gurus out there. But uh, this is uh, real life. It's highly achievable investment strategy, and anyone with a decent job and credit and little to no real estate experience can do what I did on on the next episode. So stay tuned for that. Again, this is Corey Harrington with Flip Connect, and uh, we will see you next week.